0: You're listening to the sermon audio from Redemption Church. Redemption Church exists to exalt Christ, edify the saints, and evangelize the world for the glory of God. For more information on Redemption Church, just go to redemption.church. Thanks, Justin, for that uh, illustrious uh, introduction. Very kind and uh, very unlike you. No, no, it's very kind. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks for thanks for all the compliments. Uh, no, I am excited to to be leading this ministry and kind of be uh, be pushing for this community is something I'm passionate about, and we'll get into that uh, as we as we get into to what I have planned for tonight. Uh, we've prayed a lot, but uh, I don't ever think you can pray too much. Uh, so I'm gonna pray for us, uh, and then we'll dive in. Dear Lord, thank you for this evening that you've given us to come together as brothers and sisters to pray, to to laugh, to be together. Uh, it is so great to hear God's people laughing together. Um, it's also great to hear them singing and, and praising you together. God, thank you for all of those opportunities. Dear Lord, help us now to to, to listen well, but also hide me behind the cross. Let it be your words uh, and let it, let it be something that, that, that you would have me to say. In your name I pray. Amen. Um, so if you haven't figured out, community is is very is going to be very important at Redemption Church. Uh, we talk about it a lot. Um, Justin has continually brought it up. Uh, he talked a lot about missional community this morning, living life together. Uh, and it's something that we're very passionate about. Um, for good reason, though, uh, we find in Acts twenty. Uh, if you turn there, uh, forty-one and forty-two. I'll read it for you guys really quickly. Um, this, this is the they're speaking of the church in Acts. So that those who received his word were baptized, and they were added that day about three thousand souls, and they devoted, devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and the prayers. So we see that as soon as these churches are formed they 're sticking to the teachings of the apostle they 're sticking to the word uh, they're beginning to to break bread together, uh, which is eat together, which is one of my favorite uh, parts of of community is the fact that it often is attached with food and uh, I love food um, and, and so it's it's something that that happens immediately um, and and as Justin said, one of the ways the main way we 're going to do that at Redemption church is through community groups. Um, People who came from Forest Hills, you probably kind of have an idea in your head what community groups are. That's why Justin kind of slipped up earlier, uh, because we were so programmed at Forest Hills to talk about community groups and to kind of push community groups because they were uh, such a big part of of what we had planned to grow. Uh, And Redemption Church, I apologize. I don't know what just happened. Uh, that is a big part of what Redemption Church is about, is growth through that avenue. Um, so I'm going to kind of give a definition of what they are, uh, and then we'll go into to how we're going to accomplish parts of that definition to better define them. Um, so the definition of community groups at Redemption Church will be multi-generational uh, missions communities uh, that seek to, to grow and, and to love one another in fellowship. Um, these will be a part of the life of Redemption Church through, through that. Um, so, But to better explain what community groups are, better than that really long wordy definition, uh, it's kind of better to look at what we hope to accomplish through community groups um, and, and how we plan to accomplish those things. Uh, so the first is, is fellowship. Um, we hope to hope to accomplish fellowship at Redemption Church. We're, we're serious about sharing lives with one another. Um, we believe that the the Bible has commanded it. We see that in Acts and you see it in other places in the New Testament, that it commands us to live life together. The Christian life is not one that that you live alone. Uh, it is not not an undertaking that you take on by yourself um, the the way that this will be accomplished uh, is pretty simple. Uh, the groups will be meeting together and living life together. Um, this is messy, uh, often uncomfortable. Um, it, it's it's sometimes difficult to let people into your lives. Um, for our hosts and leaders, it's, it's exceptionally uncomfortable um, because they will be letting you into their homes. Uh, that is one of the biggest tenets of how of how these are so effective is that uh, you're meeting in the homes of the people who are leading you. Uh, and so uh, they have a great responsibility. Whenever you do sign up for your community group, you need to be very thankful for your leader um, because they will they will have a lot of responsibility, one of which being opening their homes to you. Uh, the other is just being honest with one another. Um, fellowship doesn't form uh, through through putting on masks and and through just kind of going through the motions. Um, the only way that the fellowship is going to work uh, is if we actually let one another in. Um And that's why that's where we're starting tonight, because the rest of this stuff won't really work uh, if we don't first let one another in. And I do understand that 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 will take time. It often takes time to form relationships and bonds with people. Uh, But from someone who's been in community groups, who's been in in communities of believers living together, whether it was in college or at Forest Hills, it is amazing how quickly the gospel will bond you with other people when you're intentionally living life together, thinking about the gospel, not just thinking about uh, the things that you have in common. Um, that's where the multi-generational part of the definition comes in. Uh, When we seek to fellowship, we just don't want to fellowship with people who look like us. Uh, It would be really easy to kind of have like a young adults community group and, and you know, an an older adults. I don't want to say old because you're not old. uh, An older adults community group and a teenage community group and just kind of be around the people who are the same age, who look like you. They have the same interests. Um, But that's that's not what community is. Um, We want you to be bonded together on the gospel. And so one of the best ways to do that is to throw you in a with people you probably really don't know and be people you don't have a ton in common with, uh, because then you have to rely on the one thing that you do have in common. Uh, and that is that is the grace of Christ. Uh, and that will continually uh, be what you can rely on. Uh, but because of that, Uh, you know, the bond is not as simple as we like the same thing or we just happen to go to the same church. So let's hang out a little bit. Uh, It it brings it to a different level that you won't really understand until you've experienced it. Um, But it is it is an amazing thing that can cause uh, serious relationships. Um, The second is growth. Uh, And so this one's going to be a little more Uh, A little more intense to talk about, but it'll get there, I promise. We'll get to how this impacts community. Uh, But Redemption uh, will seek to have Christians who are knowledgeable about the gospel, so that they can live the Gospel. Uh, It's difficult to live the Scriptures if you don't know the Scriptures. Uh, It's difficult to to be a good Christian if you're not studying. Uh, When I was a, a youth pastor... Uh, that was the drum that I beat probably the most regularly, is that you could come Sunday morning and Sunday night and Wednesday morning and Wednesday night and every morning and night of the week. Uh, but if you're not personally studying your scriptures and if you're not seeking to understand the scriptures better, growth will never come. Uh, you'll never grow closer to Christ. Uh, your your affections will continue to be stagnant, uh, which is a feeling I'm sure all of us have felt in our life. Um But as we implement community groups, how this is going to impact community uh, is that as these groups grow towards Christ, as we push one another to grow towards Christ, as Redemption Church does, um, you will grow closer together as well, uh, strengthening that bond. Uh, But it'll also be somewhat of a challenge, some people to keep you accountable uh, towards pushing you towards that goal. It won't just be Justin uh, or the the leadership team or the elders, whoever they are, when it starts pushing you to study your scriptures. It'll be those people that you've led into your life and led into the nitty gritty parts of your life. And so they're going to know whether you're studying your scriptures or not, if you're being honest with them. Uh, they're going to know if you're growing in Christ. They're going to know if your relationship is growing. And they're going to challenge you to, to make it grow, not in a mean-hearted way, but, but in a concern for your soul type of way, in a way that's, that's healthy. Um, the way that we're going to accomplish this through community groups specifically is that each week uh, when the groups meet, the main topic of discussion at their meeting <coughs> Will be sermon discussion um, they will discuss the sermon that was preached the the prior week um there will be a set of questions given to them uh given to the leader to kind of help push discussion along um, but this will accomplish uh, it, it will accomplish many things, but one of which being you'll begin to pay better attention when Justin is preaching uh we all pay attention when Justin is preaching um promise. Pay attention the whole time. And, uh, but we, we, we pay attention, but it's something else when you know that later on in the week, you're going to have to talk about this with other people, uh, people that you care about and love. Uh, and so it's kind of this extra layer of, well, I really need to make sure that I'm, I'm writing things down and, oh, I have a question about that. I can take that to my group because that's the other thing that it does. It allows us as believers who we trust, uh, we can bring to them questions. That's another reason that multi-generational groups are so important is because you may have older believers who who have studied something much longer than you have or have lived through a part of life that you haven't. And when they hear that in a sermon, they hear something completely different than you hear. Uh, The application is going to be very different to them at times. Same thing in reverse though, uh, when you have twenty year olds or even eighteen year olds or even eleven year olds in your community group who who are participating in this discussion it 's astounding sometimes the conclusions that they come to that you had never thought of. Uh, I learned from working with youth and children 's uh, youth and children that when when they understand something, they really understand it and they can come to some astonishing conclusions, uh, that are just beyond what you think a child would be capable of. Uh, but I think it's just their, their lack of, of knowing of the world. They hear the scriptures and that's what they hear. Uh, and so that's, what's, that's, what's important there about the multi-generational and growth. Uh, the second is through scripture study. Now this is something that the leadership team has been very excited about, uh, something that uh, is is, is going to be hopefully really good and, and take off really well, and that is every week um, we will be producing a daily uh, scripture study. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be fairly short uh, for you to take home, so we'll have a week's worth. Every Sunday you'll get a new one that'll carry you on to the next week. Uh, And these will be tailored around what is being preached on Sunday morning. Uh, So Justin and I will look at what the sermon texts are, uh, and we will prepare uh, verses and and parts of Scripture that will help you better understand what's going to be preached on Sunday. and then this will also help fuel your discussion when you come to community groups, because there will be specific questions uh, related to what you studied that week um, instead of just what was inside of the sermon. And so this this kind of forces you to, to study your word every day. Um, that is a, a difficult task. Uh, I am not very old, but I have found that in 22 years, it is hard to consistently do that. Uh, it is It is difficult, but when you have people living life with you, who are fellowshipping with you, who are discussing the scriptures with you weekly, uh, it puts a whole other level of, of understanding of, I need to do this so that when I show up to community group, that I can be a helpful part of the discussion. Uh, that i can can help and that I can contribute, and also that I can keep up, that I can be with my brothers and sisters as we grow closer to Christ and go, grow closer together uh, and so that will help fuel that um, it it will also allow for greater knowledge uh, it 's not a bad thing to know a lot about in scripture uh, it 's a wonderful thing and uh this will help grow community because you'll be able to speak about scripture in a way that's very different sometimes the more you know the more you're able to talk about it uh, and the more you're able to live life talking about the scriptures and talking through the scriptures uh, it is so much easier to to filter your life and filter your community through the scriptures when you actually know them uh, and so that's that's kind of where that comes in uh and then kind of the third tenet of community groups, the third thing that we hope to accomplish uh, is uh, missions. Uh, so Justin preached on that this morning. Um, it's something that we're very excited about. We hope, we hope that, uh, that that this is going to be how these work because this is kind of the tenet. We have to fellowship first, uh, which allows us to, to grow together uh, but then this last one is what keeps these groups alive it's what what fuels the community uh, so these are missional communities I said that in the definition uh, and the, and the reason that we call them that is because these need to be places that are open uh, for others to come in uh, believers non-believers to, to come in and begin to join community with you uh, members will be encouraged to invite people that that they know but that don't go to church or go to a different church or or just looking for community to come in and join their community um, I've found that believers and non-believers alike are looking for community they' they're looking for people that genuinely love and take care of one another which is so difficult to find outside of your physical family. Uh, and so people are looking for that. And so for the non-believer that comes in and sees that community, they're going to very quickly figure out that the only reason that this mixed bag of people from ages, you know, 11 to 45 on up to 80, the only reason that these people are in the same room and love one another and care for one another, it's going to be because of Christ. Uh, it's going to become very evident to them that the reason that they don't understand it, the reason that they don't get this community is because they don't get Christ, uh, and it's going to very quickly point them towards some questions about, you know, can, how do I get that community? I've heard that often from unbelievers. How do I get that community that the church forms? Uh, and, it, and it's through Christ. Uh, but also for believers, there are a lot of believers out there who, who are unchurched, who aren't attending church, mostly because the community that they thought that they had uh, was not community that they wanted. Uh, it was superficial community. It was, it was community that was okay as long as everything was in the status quo. Uh, but then as soon as the status quo is broken, uh, so is the community. And so they're burned, uh, and, and they're scorned, and a lot of times they're angry at the church. And often if you look, it's not because of scripture. Uh, it's not, not because of that. It's because of people, uh, inside the church and the community that they thought they had. And when they see true community, uh, they will be enamored by it. Uh, they will be, they will be so excited. Uh, and trust me, it's it's because you will be so excited about your community. Um, it, we really hope that these communities continue to grow as we bring new people in. So much so that we have to continually uh, find new leaders and. Sp- kind of spread these groups out and continue to multiply these groups um, as they grow over and over and over again another way that we hope to accomplish this that's a little more organized uh, is through mission projects so the groups will be required uh, to 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 have three missions projects a, a calendar year and that seems like a lot but Uh, We trust you guys. We know that these communities can do that. Uh, And and Redemption Church will assist in any way to make those mission projects happen. Um, But these can be as simple as you know, going to the laundromat and paying for people's laundry one day and telling them about Redemption Church, you know, just getting a ton of quarters and being there for them and helping somebody out. Uh, Or as big as going into a community and feeding a a lower income community uh, and sharing the gospel with them that day and and kind of giving them sustenance that their body needs, but also, you know, some spiritual sustenance, telling them about Christ and sharing Christ with them. Uh, But that's where the the group can get creative. It'll be up to the group to decide what those look like. Um, it, it'll be up to the group how big or how small they want to go. Uh, we really hope that the the groups take them and run with them uh, and make them huge uh, and 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 have events that we remember and that and that bring people to know Christ, uh, so that they can be brought into the fellowship, so that they can be grown, uh, and so that they can continue to do missions. And so, if you see, it's this it's this cycle. Of, of bringing people in, letting them into our fellowship, uh, you know, baptizing them if they're not, uh, you know, if they're believers and they become believers, baptizing them, putting them into the fold, but then putting them right back into community groups where we then grow them, uh, get them to know Christ more to know Christ more deeply. Uh, and then they begin to do missions immediately. And they begin to make disciples. Uh, and so it's this discipleship process that's never-ending. Uh, And what we've learned, what I've learned is that when you see true Christians, Christians who are strong, uh, who know the word, uh, who love Jesus, when you see them and and you envy them, most of the time, if you speak to them, it's because at some point in their life, someone else came alongside of them uh, and taught them how to be that way. Uh, how to study the scriptures better, kept them more accountable in that area. Um, I know for me, it was, it was my youth pastor. He very much lived life with me. Uh, I don't know if I gave him very many choices many times. I'm kind of like a mosquito when I latch on, I just kind of swarm around until I really need to leave. Uh, And so it's, you know, it's, he taught me so much and grew me so much. Uh, and when you go to Southeastern, you meet so many strong, young Christians. And when you speak to them, it's so many similar stories. Well, my dad, you know, really invested in me and really taught me about these things. Or my church, there was an older man in my church or an older woman in my church who invested in me, who who showed me the way. Uh, and so that's, that's how Redem- this is how Redemption Church is going to try to accomplish that, not with two or three people out of every hundred, uh, but with every person that walks through the door. Because uh, our goal is to see all Christians be made into disciples and disciple makers. Uh, and, and this is how we're going to accomplish that. Does anybody have any questions? No? All right. Well, I'll pray. I think we, we end a little already. I was worried about time. I had a much. Either way, we got done in time. Uh, Any notes for cleaning up, or just all hands on deck? Pick up children first. Cool. So So everything goes out this door. This back door. door. Okay. All right. I'll pray for us, and then we'll uh, we'll get cracking, breaking down. Dear Lord, thank you for this evening that you've given us that we could come together and discuss community. Uh, dear Lord, I pray that as, as we approach community groups, that we would begin to, to prepare ourselves to open up our lives to other people, uh, that though it be messy and, and it's something we're very uncomfortable with, God, I pray that we let those walls down, uh, that we let those people into our lives and that we go into those people's lives and understand that it's going to be dirty, uh, and it's going to be uncomfortable, but, but that we will grow closer together as we grow Grow closer to you, God, that as our bond forms around the gospel that you have given us uh, through the life of your son that you have given us, that we will continually thank you for the people in our lives and for the Christians that we live with. In your name I pray. Amen.